Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, September 19th. Here's today's big idea. Bob Mueller is tightening the screws on Paul Manafort. Two stories that popped overnight suggest that the special counsel is very aggressively pursuing the former chairman of President Trump's campaign. CNN reports that U.S. investigators wiretapped Manafort under secret court orders both before and after the election. The government snooping reportedly continued into early this year, including a period when Manafort was known to talk with President Trump. Some of the intelligence collected includes communications that sparked concerns among investigators that Manafort was encouraging the Russians to help with the campaign. Was Trump himself picked up on any of the surveillance? CNN says that's unclear. The New York Times, meanwhile, reports that after agents raided Manafort's home with a no-knock search warrant this summer, Mueller's prosecutors told him that they planned to indict him. The story says the feds decided to pick the lock on Manafort's front door at his Alexandria, Virginia home because they feared he might try to destroy evidence. Legal experts say Mueller might be going hard after Manafort to try getting him to flip against Trump and share what he knows. If Manafort cooperates, we may not see anything publicly for a long time. The blog Lawfare says that delay actually may be a sign of success for Mueller. But in the absence of cooperation, the fireworks and the indictments may be about to begin. The congressional investigations continue to pursue other angles as well. Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, is expected to be interviewed today by Senate Intelligence Committee staffers. It's a voluntary sit-down. He won't be under oath. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton said yesterday that she, quote, would not rule out challenging the legitimacy of the election if more information emerges that Russia played a bigger role than currently known. That's a shift for her. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Donald Trump will present a vision for U.S. engagement in the world with a maiden address to the United Nations today. Aides say the speech will not focus on advancing democracy abroad, setting himself apart from past presidents. The president's nationalist agenda has led to widespread anxiety among U.S. allies who have gathered in New York for the 72nd U.N. General Assembly. Trump has spoken dismissively of the U.N. in the past, but he's offered a tentative embrace of the institution as he seeks to rally international support to confront threats like North Korea, which aides say will be a big focus of today's speech. Yesterday, he said he wants to, quote, make the United Nations great. Not great again, but great for the first time. Number two, momentum seems to be picking up for the latest Republican health care proposal, which would roll back Obamacare by giving much of the money in block grants to the states. Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, has said he will put the measure on the Senate floor if he can get the 50 votes needed to succeed. That's still an iffy proposition. Republicans don't have a lot of time. They have to get this done by September 30th to take advantage of special budget rules that let them pass a bill like this with a simple majority. This bill notably goes even further in slashing Medicaid than the failed bill this summer did. Rand Paul, who was one of the no votes on that bill, reiterated that he's still against this measure. The three other Republican senators who voted no before were noncommittal. Insiders say the key person to watch is Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. Number three, House and Senate investigators are growing increasingly concerned that Facebook is withholding key information that could illuminate the shape and extent of the Russian propaganda campaign aimed at tilting the U.S. presidential election. Among the information Capitol Hill investigators are seeking is the full internal draft report from an inquiry the company conducted this spring into Russian election meddling but did not release. 
The growing frustration follows Facebook's announcement earlier this month that accounts traced to a shadowy Russian internet company had purchased at least $100,000 in ads during the 2016 election season. This came just two months after Facebook said that it had no evidence such ads had been purchased. But congressional investigators are questioning whether the Facebook review that yielded that $100,000 finding was sufficiently thorough. For example, some of these ad purchases that Facebook has unearthed so far had glaringly obvious Russian fingerprints. Literally, they bought the ads using Russian mailing addresses and they paid in rubles. Yes, they paid for U.S. campaign ads with Russian currency. And Facebook let them. And that's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, September 19th. As always, you can read much more at WashingtonPost.com daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.